God sent his son. They called him Jesus. He came to love, heal, and forgive. He lived and died to buy my pardon. An empty grave is there to prove my Savior lives. How sweet to hold. The author penned a new, no, newborn baby and feel the pride and joy he gives. But greater still, the calm assurance. This child can face uncertain days because he lives. And then one day I'll cross the river. I'll fight life's final war with pain. And then as death gives way to victory, I'll see the lights of glory and I'll know he lives because he lives. I can face tomorrow because he lives. All fear is gone because I know he holds the future. Life is worth the living just because he lives. Happy Father's Day, Jesus. I'm thankful for my heavenly Father today. If it was not for him and what he did at Calvary, we would be wasting our time in this house today. Hallelujah. I'm thankful that he came and gave his life that I could have it and ha have life more abundantly. Hallelujah. And it is an honor to stand here today and I wish each and every one of our fathers a happy Father's Day. It's a special day. It's an incredible responsibility. And I want to publicly, even though I'm not with him today, I've talked to him this morning and I give honor to my dad for putting this truth in me, for being a godly example. He may not be where he needs to be today, lost and undone without God, walking, walking away from this, but he's still my daddy, and he still put a love of truth in my heart, and I thank him today for that. Yes, Hallelujah. And I give honor to you, Elder Sampson, happy Father's Day. And yes, y'all have made a tremendous impression upon me. Thank you for... Showing up this week, thank you for being in the house of the Lord, and I believe God has started some good things that he's going to see through to fruition. Anybody believe that today? Yeah. Hallelujah. Brother Caleb Sampson, happy birthday. I mean, happy birthday. Happy Father's Day. We're just happy. We're just glad to be here. How many is glad to be in the house of the Lord? Yeah. Hallelujah. Love and appreciate the Sampson family again. Thank you for the room and the fellowship and the food and the good times. And uh, I come this morning with a heavy burden on my heart. And I believe God wants to talk to us. Anybody come hungry one more time? I know it's a special day. I know we got things planned, but give me just a few minutes today. And uh, let's see what God will do. If you have your Bibles, stand with me. Matthew chapter number 11. Beginning with verse number 28. Hallelujah. If you're here today and your father is alive, you need to shower him with love today. There are those that their fathers have gone on. There are those in the world we live today that don't know who daddy is. There's an entire culture out there that dad's hardly ever been in their life. Hallelujah. Daddy, you have a tremendous responsibility today. Hallelujah. Matthew chapter number 11, verse number 28. Our heavenly Father said these words. Come unto me, all ye that labor 
and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart. You shall find rest unto your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. With the help of the Holy Ghost today, and I pray that we can connect in the Holy Ghost and you'll help me. I want to preach on this simple thought, the Father's message. The Father's message. Would you lift your hands, lift your voice, and let's ask God to help us. Heavenly Father, thank you for your presence. We thank you for what you've done in every service this week. God, revival is not ending, but these services are. I pray, God, that you would cap it off today. God, with uh, performing the greatest miracle that we know, uh, and that is God filling somebody with the baptism of the Holy Ghost. God, anoint my mind and my lips of clay. Put the words in my mouth. Speak through me today, God. Let conviction and understanding fill this house. We're careful to give you the praise, the honor, and the glory. And let the church say amen. amen. You may be seated. Jesus said, come unto me all ye that labor. That word labor there simply means to feel fatigue, to be wearied. And he said, and that are heavy laden. That word laden there simply means to carry a heavy load, to be overburdened. He said, and I will give you rest. That is not rest where we kick back in a recliner. Speaking of recliners, I didn't realize those were recliners until I walked over there the other night and I, hey, this thing goes back. Hallelujah. I guess that's when the preacher preached too long, you kind of give him the hint. <laughs> Hallelujah. But it's rest, rest from sin, rest from an ungodly world, peace that passeth all understanding and God has come today to give that to somebody in this house. He said, take my yoke upon you. We understand the plowing of oxen. Historians would say that many times that new young ox, they would uh, yoke it together with an older one that had been down the road. I'm gonna tell you something. If you'll take God's yoke today, uh, he finished out uh, this, uh, this discourse with his people. He said, for my yoke is easy uh, and my burden is light. The Father has a message today. If you'll just live for him, if you'll just give him everything, he still knows how to put it all back together. He still knows how to work everything out. Hallelujah. Doesn't matter how far you have run. It doesn't matter how far you have gone. It doesn't matter the mistakes that you've made. There's a God in heaven and his arms are still open wide. He still wants you back where you belong. You can lay down that heavy burden. You can lay down the things of this world that have you bound. You may think, preacher, I've gone too far. You can't go too far that the blood of Jesus Christ still can't reach you. His blood still reaches to the highest mountain. It still flows to the lowest valley. And it's still here to strengthen and renew and set us free. Father's message still rings loud and clear today. If you will allow me just a few minutes, I would like to take you to a very familiar story. Luke chapter 15, the Lord again, this is the Father's message. He tells in verse number 11, he said, a certain man had two sons. And the younger of them said to his father, give me the portion of goods 
that falleth to me, that's mine, I want them. And he divided unto them, notice that, it doesn't say him, it says them. There was an older brother, two sons. He divided unto them his living. Not many days after the younger son gathered everything, and the Bible says he took a journey into a far country. There he wasted everything that daddy had gave him in riotous living. We don't know what he did. We can surmise, we can guess. But I'm gonna tell you, uh, the next verse tells you what it's worth. And when he had spent all, all of everything that daddy had gave him, there arose a mighty famine in that land and he began to be in want. Can I tell you, we are living in a world that is in a famine. A famine of God, a famine of hearing the word of God. A world that has turned their back on our heavenly father. But you know what? The message still rings loud and clear today. Come home. There's still room at the foot of the cross. There's still mercy to be had. There's still peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Oh, that young son, he had friends, and oh, friends are there as long as everything's going good. And friends are there as long as there's money to party. Friends are there as long as you do what they want you to do. Hallelujah. You know the sad thing about a backslider? It's amazing. Go study it out. The backsliders attract one another when they backslide in the world. You know why? Because there's nobody out there like them. Oh, they're a sinner once again, but they know too much. They're not happy. They put a smile on their face. I've talked to my dad many times. I'll just get blunt with him. I said, you're not happy. And he kind of chuckles. He knows he's not. You can't be happy in a world full of sin when you have tasted and seen of the goodness of God. There's no comparison. I don't care how pretty the devil paints the picture. I don't care how fun it is at the moment. The pleasures of sin still only endure for a season. Then there's that emptiness. And oh, oh, if I could, oh, if I could just go back one more time. If I could just lift my hands and feel his presence. That younger son spent all he had. And he went and joined himself to a citizen of that far away country. And he sent him into his fields to feed the pigs. And it's so bad that he, if he could have just filled his belly with the husk, the swine eat, but no man gave unto him. He's at the lowest of lows. He's on rock bottom. He has to reach up to touch bottom. And the Bible says in verse 17, and I prayed last night. I woke up early, early this morning praying, God, let somebody come to themselves today. It's time to quit running from God. Oh, there's an old song that says, I'm running back to Jesus. Oh, yes, back to him. He's a friend of mine, safe in his arms is where I long to be. Hallelujah. He's there. No friends. No money. So a preacher, I still have a few friends and I still got some money. I, I still got some time. There's a few more things I really want to do before I come back, honey. You can lose it all in one split second. He came to himself and he said, how many hired servants are slaves 
of my fathers have bred the lowest servant and slave in daddy's house has it better than I do here I am and I'm perishing with hunger he said I will arise and go to my father and I will say unto him father in other words I'm going to go repent I'm going to go make things right listen I'm not worthy to even be called your son anymore just make me one of your slaves that's desperation friend and he arose and came to his father. Many times throughout the years, we focus so much on the prodigal son. We focus on the elder son. But what about father? What about daddy? Oh, but he, when he was yet a great way off, see, he went to a faraway country. But I'm going to tell you, sometimes through the eyes of faith, Brother Caleb Simpson, I wonder how many times Daddy walked to the door. See if the dust was stirring. Where's he at? He didn't put, oh, I believe every day, Elder, he went looking for that boy. He's coming back. He's coming back. He's coming back. Oh, he knows where his bread is buttered. He knows where there's peace. I'm telling you, you got to get tired of the sleepless nights and the fear if the Lord came back, I would go to hell. I know too much. But you got to come to yourself. Only you can do it. No one can do it for you. And he arose came to his father, but when he was yet a great way off, his father saw him. God sees you right where you are today. You cannot hide from him. He knows the thoughts of your heart, the intents. He knows your will. He knows your struggles, your addictions. He knows what you're harboring in your heart. And he's still here today. He's looking. You're afar off right now, but oh, the father's message. It's amazing what the father did. The Bible says that he ran. He had compassion and he ran and he fell on his neck and he kissed him. And if you study the word kiss there, it wasn't just a good old kiss on the cheek. I love you, boy. But it was repeatedly, earnestly. He wanted the son to know, I don't care where you've been. I don't care what you've been doing. You've come home. There's hope. Hallelujah. And I'm going to tell you, if you'll come home, you'll receive the same thing he did. Everything the Father gave him, none of it was needed. It was a blessing. The day I left home, I knew I'd broken his heart. And I wondered then if things could ever be the same. Then one night, I remembered his love for me. And down that dusty road ahead, I could see it was the only time. It was the only time I ever saw him run. And then he ran to me. He took me in his arms, held my head to his chest, said, my son's come home again, lifted my face, wiped the tears from my eyes. And with his forgiveness in his voice, he said, son, do you know I still love you? Oh. By the way, you don't understand. I have gone so far. I've said things I regret. He knows. He knows exactly what you said. 
He knows the pig pen you're living in. You're not happy. You have to plaster that smile on because there's an emptiness that only God can feel. That's why men blow their paychecks on drugs and alcohol. You understand every semen, single human being in the world. It doesn't matter what religion. Even the atheist has a hole in their heart that only God can feel. Relationships can't feel it. Drugs and alcohol, the things of this world, it can't be filled but only by God. But if you're willing to get up from where you are, hallelujah, if you're willing to come to yourself, if you're willing to get out of the pig pen of sin, give him that heavy burden. You're laden down, you're overwhelmed, and you'll take his yoke. He said, come, come unto me. That's the Father's message. Come on, come home, come unto me. I'm telling you, he wants to give you beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. He wants to rebuild the old waste, raise up the former desolations and repair what has been destroyed. But it's up to you. It's up to you. God didn't go. The father didn't run to the pig pen. You've got to wake up and realize I'm headed down the wrong road. Father's message. He's there. Historians believe the way this is written in the original language. He begins to, Father, I've sinned against heaven. I have no sight. I'm not worthy to be called. And it was almost as if the father didn't let him even finish. He knew where he was going. Oh, no, no, no. You're not a servant, buddy. You are my son. Bring forth the best robe and put it on him and put a ring on his hand and shoes on his feet. Bring the fatted calf. Kill it. Let's be eat and be merry. For this, my son, my son, my son was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. They began to be merry. But see, the devil will try to convince you. Ah, you're done. You've wasted your time. I'm going to tell you, God is a God of second chances. You hear this preacher. That's all he is. He doesn't have to give third, fourth, and fifth. You say, well, well, hold on a second. No, he's a God of second chances. Because every time you come and repent, he puts it under the blood, never to be remembered against you again. You get a fresh start all over again. I'm thankful I serve a God a second chances. Ah, oh, hallelujah. If you'll cry out from the pit, if you'll cry out from the pig pen, if you'll cry out from the dungeon, there's a God waiting, waiting patiently. He's been waiting in line a whole, a long time. Hallelujah. Father's message today has still come. Hallelujah. As you musicians come today. Hallelujah. You see, it doesn't take long for God to get his point across. For the last 17 years. Literally just a few days. Every time I hear this song sung. I played it again this morning. Hallelujah. Because I play it in faith. 
I've listened to it over and over the last 17 years waiting for the day. I don't know if it'll be where I am. I may not even be there. I may never see it happen. But the words to this old song, I've wandered far away from God. Now I'm coming home. The paths of sin, too long I've tried. Lord, I'm coming home. I've wasted many precious years. Now I'm coming home. I now repent with bitter tears. Come on, sir, ma'am, let go of that bitterness. It's a heavy load you can't bear. It'll destroy you. Lord, I'm coming home. I've tried, I'm tired of sin and straying, Lord. Now I'm coming home. I'll trust thy love. Believe thy word, Lord. I'm coming home. My soul is sick. My heart is sore. Now I'm coming home. My strength renew. My hope restore, Lord. I'm coming home. And the chorus says, coming home. Coming home, never more to roam. Open wide thy arms of love, Lord, I'm coming home. You don't think the Father's message has come. He closes out Revelations 22 and 17. And the Spirit and the Bride say, Come. And whoso will take of the waters of life freely, come. It's one of the Lord's favorite words. Come, come unto me. Come home. Come on. There's still hope. There's still hope. There's still hope. Why would you want to serve a loser? Why would you want to live for the devil? Why would you want to go to hell with somebody that knows just like you what truth is? He was created by God. He was second in command. You don't have to go to hell. You don't have to live in complete darkness forever, eternal flames. Remembering. Rich man, remember? one of going to be the one of the greatest as you stand today one of the greatest haunts of hell is to remember remember i sat on an apostolic pew and i heard a preacher preach over and over and over and over again and i cried i was stirred i was moved but i never made a break I never made a break for the altar. I never. It's my own fault. It's my own doing. I allowed the things of the world to control me. I allowed anger and resentment and bitterness to eat me alive. I have Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Prodigal son, come on. Prodigal daughter, come home today. Let God restore what you once had. He's drawing. Hallelujah. I can come back and draw and get you, but you've got to come to yourself. You've got to realize where you are. I'm coming. There's no hope there. Hallelujah. I plead with you today. 
give God another chance. Let him fix the brokenness. Let him mend the broken heart. Let him heal your wounds. Let him fix you today. Set God off. There's coming a record today. You know too much. You've had the Holy Ghost. You've walked in this before. Deep down inside, you miss it. The pride and the devil. Ah, I get up now. Everybody gonna know who he's preaching to. I'm gonna tell you, the whole world's gonna know one day when it's noise from the rooftops. You don't want God to look at you and say, I never knew you. Come on, while there's still breath, while there's still hope, let God put it back together again. Hallelujah, hallelujah. 